There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. This is Brother Tim McVeigh. We're thankful for Brother Skolton being willing to record a podcast for us, which we ended up having to use yesterday. We had some sickness in the home and the family. We were not able to record this weekend. And so we certainly are thankful that we had that recording from Brother Skolton. And what a blessing that was, the faith of Jesus Christ. As we go on the podcast, just to make mention again, it's not always easy for us every day to record five days a week. Sometimes we record two, sometimes three. Uh, a lot of times just one. And uh, the problem we have is many times with traveling, with busyness, that we need to think out ahead, need to plan out ahead, and it's not always able to do that. And yet the Lord has provided. He has provided messages. He's provided preachers. He's provided uh, others to fill in. And what a blessing that's been that the Lord has taken care of filling that five-day-a-week obligation of the podcast. And our goal is at least the rest of this year uh, to continue to establish the podcast, a daily podcast through the weekday, and see what the Lord will do with us. So would you pray for us about that? We have folks that support us. They have sent in uh, some money to help us with the new computer and uh, with the setup. And, of course, our monthly fee, we want to thank the Lord for those folks. We have folks that uh, listen daily. We have folks that contact us continually, saying they've listened to the podcast. And what a joy that is to us to hear that. Our most downloaded podcast, I believe, received 120 downloads. And then the testimony of Stephen Asquith was second. It's received about 105 downloads. And knows telling how many people listened when those were downloaded. Uh, I estimate probably more than one on each one of those downloads because there are other people there as families listen to the podcast and teachers listen to the podcast with their children, mothers for the devotion time. And so what a blessing it's been. And so you pray for us. The Lord will continue to reach out to people in this podcast. Would you let somebody know about it? Just remind folks about this uh, podcast that they can listen, they can learn doctrine and to learn some of the things from the Word of God. I would like to announce now, for those of you in the area of Southern Pennsylvania, we will begin at the Dublin Mills Community Church. That's going to be the Dublin Mills Community Church this coming Sunday. That's going to be the 18th of September. We will have morning service. I believe it's at 1030, and then we'll have an evening service that night, and then Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 7 p.m. each night. That's in Dublin Mills, Pennsylvania. And if you're looking uh, from where we live here near Chambersburg, 52 miles or 52 minutes from us, rather, uh, west of us over the mountain is the Dublin Mills Community Church. So we certainly are thankful for them. Looking forward to that meeting. The following Sunday, we'll start in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. And uh, they don't have an online presence in Harrisburg. Uh, that is easily found on maps. And so if you're interested in that meeting, please contact us. We'll be glad to give you directions and an address that you can use. And so pray about these services upcoming. And then, of course, the week after that, we'll be with Brother Wagner and the folks in the Shippensburg Independent Baptist Church. So just pray for these upcoming services. I didn't mean to talk that long concerning this. Let's go into the Psalms in Psalm 93. 
the Lord reigneth. He is clothed with majesty. The Lord is clothed with strength, wherewith he hath girded himself. And then he said this, the world also is established that it cannot be moved. Thy throne is established of old. Thou art from everlasting. The floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters, yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. Now, one of the things that I want to look at, I'm going to really look at a word here or two words. They're very similar. And missionary brother Paul Scott has put us on this quite a few years ago. And he explained what the word of God is concerning these two words we see, establish and establish. And what's interesting is we see modern spell check and modern dictionaries always reference them as unto each other, establish and establish uh, the exact same thing. Uh, but yet we see differences in the word of God. And Brother Paul taught us that to establish is to start with a baseline. To establish is to begin. To establish is to put something on a foundation. To establish it, according to the word of God, is to then build upon what is already established. And again, the King James Bible translators knew what they were saying. They knew what they were talking about concerning these things. One of the areas that Brother Scott, again, has taught us in this was in 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, and I'm going to use some of his teaching and explain this, expound upon this to us. In verse 1 and 2, he says, Wherefore, when we could no longer forbear, we thought it good to be left at Athens alone, and said to Motheus, our brother and minister of God. Now, why couldn't he forbear? Because just after a couple of weeks of being there, they ran him out of town. He was there just a few Sabbath days with them, trying to teach them, trying to expound the scriptures. And then he just said, we thought it'd be good to be left at Athens alone. It's probably better for us to just go ahead and depart Thessalonica. And so they sent Timotheus, our brother and minister of God, and our fellow laborer in the gospel of Christ, to establish you and to comfort you concerning your faith. Now, why did they need established? Because he said that no man should be moved by these afflictions. For yourselves know that we are appointed thereunto. So again, they had to be established. Uh, this is a group of people. Uh, this is a group of people that's only heard a couple of messages on the Sabbath from Paul, and they've assembled themselves together, and he's expounded the way of God to them. But then, of course, he was pushed to go out of town, and so he's writing a letter to them to expound to them the things that they've heard that they might be established, that they might set a baseline, that they might be rooted in something, which, of course, is Christ Jesus, and a comfort you concern in your faith. Now, why do they need root? And I use the word root on purpose because in verse 3, he said that no man should be moved by these afflictions. And so to establish is to put roots in that it doesn't change, it doesn't move. And Brother Paul had mentioned this in one of his previous articles, but I, I looked at this and thought about how men say we are going to help establish a church. And then they use the terminology establish. And listen, I realize, listen, I'm not so wise and so smart that I wouldn't say the exact same thing. Please don't think I'm being critical of that. But they say there's a church in such and such a location, and we're going to go help establish that church. Well, that's kind of the point of what we're talking about here. That church has already been established. There is a root there. There is a foundation there. And so instead of establishing the church, we would like to establish the church. And one of the things I've looked at in the Word of God concerning this is, is concerning the Scripture of each of the saints of God. And we see that in 1 Peter 5 and verse 10. 
but the God of all grace, who hath called us unto his eternal glory by Christ Jesus. So we've already been called unto the glory. Then he says, after that you have suffered a while. Okay, so we've already been rooted. We're already grounded in Christ. We have a foundation, which is Christ. He said, after you have suffered a while, make you perfect. And then he uses these three great words, establish, strengthen, settle you. And what he's trying to do there is establish us. We've already been established in Christ. He's trying to establish. He's going to take what we have and better it. He's going to take what we have and he's going to make it stronger. And he's going to put the roots deeper. And he's going to give us a better foundation, strengthen, settle you. And that's kind of what we're talking about in this word study in the word of God. And we see in the, the, the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And James said on this wise, be also patient, establish your hearts for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. So once you've been established, then God can establish you. Once you've been established in Jesus Christ, God then can take you and build you and grow you. The same chapter of our secondary text, 1 Thessalonians chapter 3, in verse 13, he echoes what James has said, to the end he may establish your hearts unblameable in holiness before God, even our Father at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ with all his saints. And so we see it to establish is to set a baseline. To establish is to set a foundation. To establish is to start. But to establish is take that which has been established and you build upon that and you make it better, you make it stronger, you make it more spiritual than what it is. And the King James Bible translators are very consistent with that. And those of you that might be skeptical of that, you can run those two words, establish and establish, and you'll find out they are not used in the same connotation. But what we have here is we have what scholars would say, well, there's a contradiction in the King James Bible. Because what he says in this passage is in verse 1, the world also established that it cannot be moved. Now, again, we know that the Lord, the world has foundations. We know that the world cannot be moved. He he's going to establish it that it cannot be moved. But then he says, thy throne is established of old. This is present past tense, rather. And thou art from everlasting. And so we see those two words, the world is being established. But then he said this, his throne, that's the Lord, is established of old. These are long before days of our understanding, the things beyond the understanding of man. The God has never revealed those things about himself, but he gives us a little bit of insight because it's thou art from everlasting. And so the eternal God's throne was established before time. And his throne doesn't need to be built up. His throne does not need to be stronger. He's the holy God. He's a perfect God. Yet he talks about the world being established later on in Psalm 96 and verse 10, when he says, say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth, the world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. And people say, oh, no, it's a contradiction in the King James Bible. I see a contradiction. It's almost unthinkable. What were they thinking? This proves that the Maseratic text is inaccurate. We need a better translation. And yet what he says, notice the verbiage he uses in Psalm 93 and 1. The world also is established. It's been built up. He said in verse 10 of Psalm 96, the world also shall be established, that it shall not be moved. 
he shall judge the people righteously. And I sat here, and in my little weak mind, in my feeble mind, I'm wrestling those words over. I'm familiar with the teaching of Brother Scott. And let me just pause right here for a moment and put a plug in. If you'd like to learn some things about the King James Bible, especially words and the the difference with words, the meanings of words, Brother John Asker, the pastor in Western New York, has a tremendous website called purecambridgetext.com. And you can go to that website, purecambridgetext.com. And you can learn about the King James Bible. You can learn about the history. You can learn about uh, many of the changes over the years that God has brought full circle and and brought revisions back that were needed to the original King James and, and understanding of words like this and differences with words and the small things with words. And I myself have been extremely minor contributor on there, but Brother Scott has been a tremendous contributor on there. And so as we read these things and understand these things, there's a difference between establish and establish. And so the verbiage is correct when he says the world also is established that it cannot be moved. So the world was established. Now the world is established that it cannot be moved. But then later on in Psalm 96.10, say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth, the world also shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. Now, again, the only thing that I came to reconciliation with this is in Psalm 93, verse 1, he's talking about this present world. It's been established. But in Psalm 96, he's talking about a world which is to come. He's talking about the the elements that melt with a fervent heat. We're going to see a new heaven and a new earth. And he's talking about the days when the Lord is going to reign. He's talking about that throne of God. The throne of God, by the way, has already been established. That throne of God through the ages has been established. But the world, which is now established, is going to melt. It's going to be gone. There is going to be a time when there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. And that world, which is to come, is going to be established. Say among the heathen that the Lord reigneth, the world also shall, that's future tense, shall be established that it shall not be moved. He shall judge the people righteously. One small word, one minor change. What does it point to? It points to a messianic psalm in Psalm 96. It's the dealing with Jesus Christ who's going to rule and to reign from the holy throne that God has given him. And so again, we see Jesus Christ in the volume of the book that's written of him. And we see it just in a very small word, a minor difference. Listen, I would love for somebody to contact me and 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 give me more light, give me more understanding, give me something deeper on that, give me something, uh, something that makes maybe even more sense to me than that. But the only thing I see is there is a world that has been established. There is a world which is going to be established, and it's going to be established in holiness and righteousness, and Jesus Christ will be the light thereof. Again, a word study found in the book of Psalms. In verse 3, the floods have lifted up, O Lord. The floods have lifted up their voice. The floods lift up their waves. The Lord on high is mightier than the noise of many waters. Yea, than the mighty waves of the sea. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. Because the Lord's throne has already been established, 
We understand, according to the word of God, that holiness becometh thine house, O Lord, forever. The testimonies of God are sure. This is just something that God's given us in a word study in Psalm 93. I hope it's been a help. Feel free to reach out to us. Have a great day. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning, and he longs to return to the Lord. As he cries for forgiveness and mercy, God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.